Welcome to The Stack, a weekly show where we discuss the latest in the world of marketing, sales, and tech. I'm Sean Henry. I'm Tim Stabersky. And I'm Ryan Sylvester. Today is Thursday, March 28th, mm. 2019. Got it. One year away from March 28th, 2020. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> Thanks Just for the like insight. Throwing out amazing <laughs> facts right yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, how uh, my, my, that's how my brain is right now. It's like mush. I want to make a 2020 t-shirt. See, I, I'm just re- <laughs> just recently we, uh, you were on the call, Ryan. But Sean had to say the the, the phrase 2020, 2021. Yeah, as like a time frame. Oh, and oh, I am oh. not looking forward well, so to the I next think decade. That, when you get to the 2020s, <laughs> I think you now have switch gears to 2021, right? How do you make those yeah. glass? Like, you know how they make glasses every year oh, for the New Year's? Year? Oh, oh yeah. How are they going to make the O and the 20? How are you going to see? Oh, they'll probably just shift it over. Never mind. I figured probably, it out. Probably, probably. You guys have no idea what I'm talking I about. I love all the businesses that labeled their name, their company, like 2020 marketing. Yeah. Thinking, yeah. oh, that's the future. <laughs> hey, maybe they're <laughs> gonna maybe, here. maybe they're gonna surge in traffic that first uh, yeah. couple oh, of weeks in marketing in 2020. Totally could. <laughs> well, that's fun. So if you've never tuned in before. Um, we talk about the latest, like I said in the beginning, the world of <laughs> sales, marketing, and tech. Basically, kind of boil down some of the uh, developments that have caught our attention, yeah, captured our attention. You know what we think you should do to take advantage. Yeah. So every day we geek out over the internet and we uh, we look for those bombshell developments. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, some some new algorithm change or new feature or app or tool or integration, all the, all the good stuff and try to give you the highlights. And, um, this week we're starting with, uh, Google amp, right? Yeah. So this article comes from the Google cloud blog. It's written by Raymond Wayman. I don't know why. Sorry. Why are you laughing at his name? I'm sorry, Raymond. I didn't mean to laugh. I did not mean to laugh, but that is a kick ass name. It it flows. It does. Yeah. Like Raymond Wayman. It's like, What's up? <laughs> so the idea behind AMP pages, uh, if you're familiar with AMP, it's like a lightning fast way to load your content. Um, and uh, it's pretty widely used, especially like among publishers. And, but uh, now that idea is coming to your email, your inbox. Uh, so they've rolled out a new feature that allow developers to make dynamic emails with AMP HTML markup. And emails will now be able to act like a web page and give users a more interactive experience. And uh, they've got some cool examples here. In the- yeah, yeah. Uh, the use of surveys and lists and stuff like that, you can just do them without even leaving your email, which I thought was pretty cool. Probably reduces a lot of the friction of going, like if you were to include a SurveyMonkey link in your email, kind of takes that away and you can just do it right there. Yeah. Which is cool. Another one that I'm pretty sure they show here uh, that they, uh, they use as an example is like if you're a, a B&B and you're sending someone like a booking mm-hmm. thing, oh, true. thing and like they can just you know, complete the action directly within their email. Like it's, it's, it's cool. Well, they've got a Pinterest example where they're sending you a bunch of recipes and you can kind of drill down into those recipes and then save them to a board. So like I do see some real utility here for certain use cases, but I'm also kind of annoyed by all the people who will want to do this stuff and they really have no good reason to do this stuff (laughs) and they're going to waste a whole lot of time and effort to create stuff that nobody will care about. Yeah. Sort of like, you know, I, I, apps. 
I think, what you, you're saying everyone shouldn't create an 99 percent of apps <laughs> should never have been created yeah, no I, oh, that's I, totally I true yeah. I, I feel like if there's um if there's a sense of urgency behind the communication in some way or if if you can use the the communication to create a sense of urgency then it might make sense to mm. take advantage of this but yeah otherwise I want to dig into the um, the tracking aspect. So how do you track behavior with these mm. interactions? What does that look like? And how will people report out on that? So fun stuff, but check it out. I'm how sure crazy would it be to put a hot jar in an email? <laughs> Is that even possible? That's not possible today, right? No. No. All right. I'm just that, saying. It'd be cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, were you done? Yeah. I mean, we got the link in the show notes. So uh, check it out if you want to see what this looks like. Um, and we'll, we'll see how this develops. Yeah. Um, something that caught my eye this week is titled Google podcast in episode search is coming shows now being fully transcribed. This was on Android police. And I thought this is pretty cool because I, there's very little documentation out there for the iTunes algorithm for podcasts and, and, and stuff like that. I, I, in the show notes, I talk about using us as an example. So if you search the stack, you'll be met with shows that, um, you know, are, are no longer being produced. We're, you know, like not too far down on the line, but you know, we're not front page front and center. Like I think we should be. Uh, <laughs> but Google is now giving users an opportunity to search for certain keywords topics so they can find episodes more easily and discover different sets of content. I think it's going to be a really good step forward for iTunes and Probably Spotify to use some sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Variation of this, uh, of this like, you know, new, new technology. So what's happening is Google Podcasts is transcribing your show and putting it into the metadata that is uploaded into the console on the Google Podcast um, platform. So now you'll be able to, if, you know, you're talking about, you know, last week we we touched on the rel equals next uh, slash prev. Uh, you know, Google not really paying attention to that anymore. Mm-hmm. If that's a hot button topic and people are searching for it, you know, the keyword research can kind of now back up your podcast. And, you know, if people are searching for that type of thing and they want to learn about it, they'll be able to with this new metadata, you know, upload stuff from Google. It's kind of like um, the, you know, the general best practice. Like if you have a, if you have a, a YouTube video. You know, transcribing right. that, including it as a part of of the of your upload process. It's like just best practice to 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 rank for it in terms of like traditional search, right. but this is like taking it to the next step, specifically for the podcast right. search. And it's not it, it's not active across all podcasts yeah. uh, currently, but I think it's you know as they start to develop it and improve it, it it'll start to get rolled out um, for a lot of those. I I think. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are using the Google podcast platform. I, I don't have like specific statistics to back that up, but I think most, uh, the winner is clearly iTunes next. I, I think would be Spotify. They just purchased another yeah. uh, podcast platform. So I'm interested to see how maybe iTunes reacts if they, if they do at all. So just thought it was interesting. So get your, uh, get your podcast on Google podcast, just like us. Well, I don't know if you checked into this, but it seemed like there was a way to kind of lift the transcription from the source code. Yeah. So I like that because there's now yep. 
free turn, way turn to it into a blog post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or turn it into like a YouTube video or whatever. Exactly. I think it's I think it's going to be cool. I like it. I like yeah. it. I imagine that won't last though. Why? <laughs> yeah. The, the the fact that you can lift it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that other thing that I discovered this week with one of our Oh yeah, skip that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying it all out. <laughs> yeah, we found a way to game one of our our tools. Yep, a little bit. Oh, yes, yes. Tweet me if you want to find out. <laughs> cool. Um, and then, sorry, are you done? I'm done. What is this sorry, are you done nonsense? <laughs> well, Stop I, that. I kind of interrupted you in your, in your concluding thoughts. <laughs> that was me. Thoughts, that was so. just me mocking Ryan for doing that earlier. Oh, you were um, mocking me. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, so what caught my eye today um, is, is kind of a, it's a development that started a few months ago. Uh, it's related to Article 13 in Europe. Um, this the article that I saw was um, what what Europe's new copyright law means for Twitch and YouTube. This was over on Kotaku, and was written by Nathan Grayson. Um, it's wait Nathan Grayson. Yes, we got what was the other guy's name? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, why does everyone name sound so melodic today? Um, but if if you're unfamiliar with Article 13, what, what would your last name be if we wanted to make it more melodic? Tim, Tim Win. <laughs> that would that'd be a bad yeah, name. Um, one of my my uh, my middle school English teacher, seventh grade, uh, Mr. Izzo, called me. He gave everyone a nickname. He called me Rim Tim Tim. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fun fact, everyone. Anyway, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with Article 13, um, it was recently approved by the European Union, and what it what it does is it makes the large tech companies like Facebook, um, Google, YouTube, Twitch, uh, it makes them responsible and liable when users um, break copyright law. So for example, if there's a video on YouTube that makes use of a, an Ariana Grande song without the right permissions. I love how uh, that's your example. Well, it's, it's top of mind without the permissions. Um, instead of the user being liable, it, you know, YouTube and ultimately Google would be right. liable for right. that and could be sued and could be penalized. Um, why that's important for us and for just you know content creators in general is um, naturally the big platforms don't want to be stuck paying these penalties and 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 being stuck in these lawsuits. So they're going to there's there's with I can say with 100% certainty they are going to be putting safeguards in place to catch these um, these issues with copyright law um, and. As content creators, you just have to make sure that you are, one, really paying attention to what you have the rights to use and what you don't have the rights to use. I mean, you should be anyway. You should already be doing that, but it's especially important moving forward so you don't get penalized. But two, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of control to mm. be giving away. Um, you know, if you're, if YouTube is a big driver of traffic for your business, and all of a sudden you're penalized because YouTube thinks that you might be breaking copyright law, even if you're not, yeah. and you're just penalized for it, and your traffic suddenly plummets, like that's a big deal. That's a that's a big problem. Um, so it, I don't know. I'm just I'm starting to think more and more that we it might make sense to take back some of that control. Um, maybe use a different kind of platform. Maybe you know self host. Um, use a tool like Wistia in terms of video. Um, or at least know that there are other options if you are penalized for that kind of stuff. 
Interesting. My sure. two cents. Yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be other developments as you know the months go on because it's pretty it's pretty new. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's not new, but it you know the they vote the vote is new. It's it's. I mean, it's similar to how GDPR yeah. kind of went into effect yeah. last year. Um, you know, everyone. I felt like that was so long ago. It, it, yeah, but it's like everyone freaked out immediately about holy crap GDPR. Um, and yeah, rightly so. But ultimately, that I don't yeah, know. The, I feel I like mean, the furor died down pretty quickly. Well, because I think the tools that, uh, is, as far as we use, made it really easy to comply. Yeah. Well, and also it's a you know, we don't we particularly don't work with a lot of companies that target European you know, right. European. Um, consumers don't know why i couldn't think of that Residents, word i don't know Res- yeah, yeah yeah um so obviously this is definitely more of a concern for companies targeting europe but i mean just like gdpr is impact in starting to influence u.s politics and u.s law this is likely to do the same so it's just important to stay aware of it um prepare for it hmm. yeah interesting hmm. quite quite interesting um that's all. Is what we got? App of the week now. App of the week. You pick this out, but I think it's pretty cool. Or no, Sean picked this out. I can't. I, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, app of the team, week. It was a team effort. Team effort guys. is built with. Um, there's the the one we're talking about specifically is the free version from the Google Chrome Store, but there is like per, um, a pro version that you can pay for, and basically uh, the built with Chrome, Google Chrome extension, it it allows you to see what websites are built with and. Uh, it, it kind of gives you like a, a mini report of like the different technologies and softwares that they're using. The pro version allows you to kind of dig deeper and see, you know, you can, you can put in a specific technology or software and kind of get a list of top companies that you could easily work with. I think one of the applications that this might have is um, you can, you can see what types of websites some of your leads are using so you can see which ones are easier for you to work with. So you can prioritize maybe reaching out um, or partnering with certain companies. Yeah, well, it's I I I agree with you. I'm not saying yes, but um, just saying I see a big a big um, opportunity when it comes to competitor competitive analysis. True, very you know, true. If you want to see what your competitors are doing, what you know what they're doing well that you could. I don't want to say rip off, but rip off or what they're maybe doing poorly and you want to avoid it. Like that's a, that's a good way to gain that insight. And you can, you know, it's like, okay, they're using, they're using X, Y, and Z. Maybe we want to take X for ourselves. Right. Um, yeah. It's definitely cool. I, um, I linked to a, vi- a nice video that they put together that kind of outlines a lot of the different features. So definitely check it out in the show notes. Yeah. And now we need our catchy little sound effect for the lightning round. Yeah. We need, we need a song. We need a sound effect. Ugh. So many things. But the lightning round. You started... Oh, you want me to... Okay. First one is, this incredible AI can turn basic drawings into real-life images. And you found this, I think. Yeah, that, this is this is really cool. This is another one of those um, AI things being uh, worked on by NVIDIA. Um, and essentially, uh, yeah, it, you... I don't know how to describe it. Other it's than hard, it turn, it's hard you can to turn describe. A, a rough drawing yeah. on this interface into and it's a, not even that it's like you can turn a square fill it with a certain color and it'll become a rock yeah no it's, it's 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 really cool we it's not it, to just i guess preface this it is not something you can actually use yet it's more of a 
check it out. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when it is put into effect as, as a product, it'll, I think it's going to be a, yeah. a game changer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't do our, our, our vocabulary cannot do this software justice. So definitely check it out. <laughs> uh, second one is here's why MailChimp is no longer in the Shopify app store. Um, basically what that was is Shopify didn't like how protective MailChimp was being of contact data and releasing it to Shopify owners. Um, it, I'll be honest, I glanced at this one, but that's, that's like the biggest takeaway. Uh, if you wanted to dive deeper and, and see why, um, we link to it in the lightning round, but they, they also say there's, you know, a ton of other mailing features within the Shopify app store, but it's a big deal. I would say like MailChimp is a huge, I mean, one of our clients actually, well, actually just ditched them, but you know, interesting. Uh, third one, YouTube makes up 35, 35, 37% of mobile web traffic worldwide, which credible self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. Google Maps introduces public event creation. And we were quickly talking, me and Sean were talking about this right before the show. And um, that's going to rival Facebook events. What did and you said? One other one. I can't remember which it was. But uh, basically what that is, is you can go out and let's say you're at a bar or, you know, you're planning on going to some to a bar. You can create an event and it, it's, it, it acts as like a Facebook event. And you know, Facebook events are a big driver for Facebook for traffic and, and sharing and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be a, a big player in the game. Thoughts, Sean? You seem like you had any thoughts. No? Okay. Um, last one is Ahrefs announces plans to build new search engine. Which, yeah. Yeah, yeah that sounds interesting. Yeah. I mean, Maybe early, early, it's early, yeah, stages, early, so early. I don't but know. It'll be interesting to see how that develops and what, yeah. what impact that has. Uh, I think that's it. So you can find us on, well, some of our older shows are on YouTube, Google play music, iTunes, SoundCloud. What else? Spotify, leave us a review. And, uh, if you're watching, the, if you're listening, watching, if you're listening to the show, Tweet at us, leave us a review, let us know if you like it, what you want to switch up, and uh, we will come at you next week.